Hello, thank you for joining me. You're listening to the Profitable Content Marketing Show. In this episode, we talk about turning your blogs into a book with Dr. Cindy. I met Cindy in Florence last summer at Laura Belgray's writing workshop and we hit it off right away. Cindy has really great advice for you if you're a coach, speaker or service provider and you're planning to write a book or maybe start a blog that can later be turned into a book, you are going to find this so useful. Cindy's going to tell us about her system to crank out a book in 30 days. And we really delve into, you know, how you have to prepare for it and what your blog has to look like and sort of how to choose the topic. It is value packed. So let's get into it right away. Cindy, hello, how are you? Hello, good morning. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. And I'm really, really excited that you're here with us because you're going to talk to us about how to turn our blogs into a book, you know, how to take our digital writing and turn it into a real product in the real world, which is especially if you're a, if you're a speaker or, you know, you want to position yourself as an expert. Today's episode is going to give you so much value. So, Cindy, would you like to tell our audience what you do and what you're all about? Yes, I'm a ghostwriter and I specialize in the memoir self-help hybrid. So this is an ideal kind of book to write if you are a coach or an expert. And the purpose of writing your book is to tell your own stories because a lot of your expertise comes from your own experience. And then also about how you've worked with other people and helped them. Then you also have teaching points and exercises with quick wins for the reader. And the idea is that you create a reading, a journey for the reader such that by the end of the book, they absolutely want to hear more from you and find out about more of your offers and hopefully become one of your perfect customers or clients. Um, So that's how the book builds a business. And that is what I love to help people do every day. That's amazing. So you have given us so much there already. That's like, you know, a whole episode in two minutes. Um, (laughs) But, you know, in fact, you mentioned that you do memoirs and self-help. And of course, um, when it comes to blogging, I would say the large majority of people are are probably more looking at self-help. And this is where, especially from my clients, usually they're either coaches or consultants trying to, of course, have a larger audience, speak and you know, they use that to get their clients. And what I find is that perhaps a lot of people think that they don't have a personal story worth writing about. And maybe that's why they go a little bit towards self-help a little bit more. So mm. can you sort of enlighten us a little bit on how you help your clients get through this? Oh, I don't really have a story to tell. Yes, I'm working with a woman right now who is absolutely brilliant. And when she came to me, she had a lot of pieces of content that she teaches. So all kinds of PDF downloads with really valuable, you know, five steps to do this and the formula for that. Um, But there was very little of her story in there. And she felt like the information was what people wanted instead of her. And then what happened as we got into the ghostwriting process and I would ask her about her stories and they came out and they're so rich and beautiful. And then she's seen how 
I'm able to write them. And what we've done is, you know, the information is the information. And if we want to be honest, there's probably somebody else teaching anything we could teach. But there's a reason that people want to hear it from one person as opposed to the other person. And that's that emotional connection that you have with the author or storyteller or expert. And it's really hard to make that emotional connection if you're not telling your own stories. So I would encourage everybody who thinks your stories aren't worth telling to just re-examine not so much, I mean, it is scary to put yourself out there, but think about the cost of not doing it because then you're making it harder for people to connect with you, which is not at all what you want to happen, um, especially when you put all that effort into a book. Indeed. And how about, for instance, um, you know, what do you think of, you know, I've read, for instance, uh, recently the, the pumpkin plan and and a, and a couple of similar books, yes. Um, the one by Todd Herman, um, the yes. super, the one about the superego. I and, have that you know, on my bookshelf. Oh, right. I'm just finishing that. Actually, I'm finishing the second read of that. <laughs> you know. okay. um, yes, it's a great book, and you know they have so many great stories about their clients, and you know maybe not everybody feels like they have these. Um, these great stories or maybe great success stories from their clients yet, in some cases, maybe uh, they offer the kind of service where they cannot really say too much about their client successes, or maybe they can't go into such detail. Um, have you come across this before? And you know, how do you help them tackle that? Yes, absolutely. What we do is change so many of the details that it just wouldn't seem, seem like the same person at all. However, what we're actually saying is true. So, um, and this is also applies if you have a personal story you want to tell, but you don't want to be sued for libel. So if there's, <laughs> if there's a personal story and somebody behaved badly, they might not want you to put that out in the world. Indeed. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I can think of a couple of stories like that, that I would, would have wanted to write, but I did not. <laughs> yes, we I'm sure that we all can. And so what I encourage people to do is you can change enough of the details to make it sound like someone else completely. So I have a client who's a teacher and she's written a book about her process of teaching English as a second language to students. And in telling some of the stories about the students, which is some of the most powerful parts of her book, we also had to change their biographies entirely. So if it was um, a boy from Guatemala who's living with his uncle, we changed it to a girl from El Salvador who's living with her grandmother. And, you know, the things that happened in the classroom, the way she helped the student, that's what's important to the story, is they came in not only not knowing English, but also not knowing much about science. So she had to teach back up and teach more science as she taught the language. That's what was important to the story. But, you know, we had to add in those other details so that it was a compelling story. So when you apply that to your own clients, you may be in a situation that I'm in as a ghostwriter where people can't pay me very well not to talk about working with them. Yet for my business, I have to talk about how I work with people. So if you even notice in the example I just gave of that client, I didn't even tell you what 
industry that she is in. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell you where she lives. <laughs> you just know she's a woman who um, creates uh, PDFs that I think are remarkable. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And that's all you need to know, really, because that's that's what matters to the actual story. Absolutely. Excellent. I mean, this is a great approach that can be used for blogging as well, which sort of brings me to the natural next question, which is, you know, if you have a blog and you've been writing for some time, how do you go about, you know, what's the first step? How do you look at your blog and think, okay, there is some book material in here? Yes. You know, I would even back up one step further because there are different kinds of books that would be best suited to different kinds of blogging. So I want to talk about that just for a second and then we'll get into the, do I have a book here or not? So it would be, I would ask the question, what kind of book might you have? And when you frame it that way, if you are a blogger who tends to write short blogs, like 200 words, what you may have is something like, um, 365 day journal that could be there's your musings and then there's another page for the reader to write their daily musing you know if that's the way your writing comes out maybe instead of trying to force those very short blogs into long chapters maybe that's just not going to be a good fit but there could be something else you could do to repurpose that content in a book in fact i did this for a woman who had three years of short blog posts and she was like i don't know what i'm going to do here but i told my readers i'm going to make it a book so i'm going to do it please help and (laughs) that's what we figured out (laughs) for her and then on the other hand if you're the kind of blogger who's writing longer content anyway, and I know longer content can be 500 words, it can be 3000 words, but when you're writing longer content that's rich enough, then what you would want to do is say, okay, do I have several blogs on the same topic that I can merge into one chapter? Or are my 3,000 word blogs long enough to be an entire chapter? And so you would go through all of the content that you've written and you would, you would um, decide what the, the theme is going to be for the book. And then along that theme, you would find the clusters, which you've probably already been doing with tags, your, uh, your topic tags. And you would say, okay, I have five blogs on this topic. Now, where did I say it the best? And where did I repeat myself? And what else do I want to expand on? And then that would create a very different kind of book than the first one that I mentioned. So um, I think it's also about, do you have enough content? Because when I was talking about the blogger for three years, yeah, that's how you can come up with 365 that are good and distinct enough that you could have a book. Um, Where is your blog probably not a book probably if you haven't been doing it um, for very long to have amassed very much content. Um, I had another woman that came to me one time and she said, I want to turn my blog into a book. I was like, great. And then I got in there and there were only six blogs. And (laughs) so I would say that could be the skeleton of a book. And then there's a lot more that would need to be written to flesh it out. But to do this quickly and easily, which I think you probably would want to do, I would um, think of it as testing your content in a blog over time to see what topics you're writing about that perform better. And that's going to make you 
much more certain than most people are when they sit down to begin their book because you already know what people want to hear more from you on and what they appreciate the most. So I think you have a competitive advantage there when you've been blogging for a while. And I can't tell you how long because if you're weekly, then it wouldn't take as long as if you're bi-weekly or monthly. So, um, but you'd want to have enough content that you could be selective. Indeed, that, that makes such a difference. And of course, like you mentioned, length, you know, I think my longest blog post is 9,000 words. So oh, wow. <laughs> maybe there's a book in my blog. Uh, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure there is actually, because a few years back, I actually created a kind of, you know, a, a kind of breakdown of all the topics that I write about. And that could very well be a book index. <laughs> Yes, I think it could be. Yeah, and it's it's great that you say, you know, that the volume, volume is important because yes, I'm a, I'm a big believer, like you said, that you do have to look at your statistics because it's it's such a privilege to be able to see which topics are actually doing, doing really well. Um, if somebody maybe doesn't have great statistics on their blog or maybe they haven't been, you know, sharing it on social media enough or sending it to their email list and they don't really have too many statistics to go on. Is there some, some other sort of form of research they can do to find out what topics in their blog they could potentially write about? Maybe there's, I don't know, Amazon or YouTube, some other place where they can get feedback? Yes, I would definitely go to Amazon for their keywords. So one thing that I teach in my mini course, Bookstorm, is to do this research to figure out exactly what topic is um, right for your book, because a lot of people have many possible themes and you have to choose one. So what I love about Amazon is in the key, keyword search, you can go um, as deeply and niche as you want to. And as you start typing in words that you would use to describe several kinds of books you might want to write, and again, because you're bloggers, I would encourage you to look at your tags that you're already using to um, topic to organize your content topically and start putting those topics in and seeing what books pop up when you search for those topics and then think, would I like to have my book positioned here with these other books? in this keyword cluster. And, you know, I found out it was really interesting for me when I did this work for my own book. I got really excited when I would find um, keywords that also correlated to marketing. And I was like, oh, I thought I really think of myself as a writing expert, not a marketing expert. But I got more excited when I would see um, keywords that would pull up things like Donald Miller's um, story brand. <laughs> And I thought, oh, maybe I do want to position myself a little more like that. Whereas when I first started out, I thought, you know, I would want to be closer to Anne Lamott's Bird by Bird. So oh. it's really important to do this also before you get too far into the writing process, because you might discover um, that you have ambition you weren't aware of. That's, uh, that's really interesting. Now, of course, you said the magic word keywords. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I suppose Amazon keywords are not so commonly used unless you're going to launch a book or actually start writing one. In fact, I have heard people talk about this before, but uh, the keywords came into the marketing side, like you said. So mm -hmm. such a great idea to use them before, because then 
you have your market marketing all laid out and ready for you. Yes. And then whatever you're talking about in the, um, the book description, which is of course designed for keywords optimization, but it's also in your book. So then people feel like they got what they were promised in the marketing. So it really just becomes seamless, which is what you want. Oh, wow. That's, that sounds really great. I, I will be trying that. <laughs> So if anyone is listening and, you know, getting really maybe inspired to actually start writing their book, at what point would you consider a blog ready? You mentioned you have to have quite a little bit of content and, you know, how would you say, how would you say would be the best way for them to actually check whether they are ready to begin, let's say, working with somebody like you or, you know, planning their book and, you know, what are the, the tick boxes? Yes. Well, first of all, you have to have enough time to devote to the writing process. And this is true if you're going to do it yourself and you might want to participate in my group coaching program for book writing. And it's also true if I'm going to do it all for you with ghostwriting, you still have to proof your drafts for accuracy. You know, I might have gotten some details wrong and I might have some questions that I will need you to answer. So you have to have enough time to devote to it. And another thing that I find the difference between people who um, accept my free 15 minute calls and we continue to work on their books and those who decide to wait is really having the confidence of knowing what's going to happen with your book once you put it out there. And what I mean by that is how your book is going to bring you business and make you money and you know, you'll get out of it what you wanted as an author. So the more clearly that you know what the next steps are going to be when you have the book and you know how the book is going to help you build your business, that's really when it's time to do it because then you know with absolute certainty this isn't going to be one of those books that you just do and throw up on Amazon and then never promote. So then therefore it never goes anywhere, <laughs> which we all know someone that's happened to. <laughs> But um, when you know how what's going to happen next, you want people to read this book and then you want them to um, purchase your program or work with you in your one-to-one -one services or attend your events when we're able to host them again. <laughs> and um, then you know how the book is going to be a really powerful lead magnet and what it's a powerful lead magnet for. If you don't know what it's a powerful lead magnet for, then it's probably not time to write it yet because you may not have some of the other clarity around the topic and the audience that you would need in order to make it successful. Wow, such great insight. Yes, so many things, you know, even the time, it's kind of obvious, but it's kind of the last thing you think about because you're like, you get carried away with being all inspired and like, yeah, there's so much I could do, but also the purpose. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yes. Uh, in marketing, we'd normally say, you know, start with the end in mind. And you've just made me realize this is the same thing, isn't it? You gotta, you gotta know what you're going to use it for because it is time investment. It's money. It's, it's when it's worth doing, it's worth doing well, basically. So it's, yes. it's one of those things, isn't it? Wow. Thank you so much, Cindy. You, your, your insight has been so useful and I'm sure our, our audience has found it really, really, really good. 
I have one final question, which I ask every guest. Um, I know that you produce quite a lot of content online because I see it and I've actually engaged with it recently too. (laughs) (laughs) And I wanted to ask you, you know, is there um, a particular piece of content that you created on social media or as a blog um, that has, you know, that has been absolutely your best one? Yes, I do. In fact, Um, I wrote a blog called How to Turn Your Nuggets into a Book in um, 30,000 Words in 30 Hours. Oh, wow. And (laughs) I published that on medium.com. And it's all about, um, well, it starts with a talk that I heard uh, Michelle Martello give at Mm -hmm. Laura Belgray's Shrimp Club Retreat. And when I wrote the article, um, I shared it with Michelle beforehand because it was about something she taught. So I wanted her to see it first to make sure she felt like I represented her ideas um, as she would like to see them. And what happened from that is she shared that blog in her newsletter to thousands of people. So I have a newsletter of hundreds of people and they are engaged readers and um that's but the audience that I got from her was much bigger and I also published the blog in its entirety it's almost 3,000 words um, in the b-school Facebook group which is a Facebook group of over 20,000 people and I was really surprised because I'd never put that long form of content in a Facebook post before but people loved it they were taking screenshots of it Um, By far, it's my most viewed medium article, and it's what I've actually built my new book coaching program on because it was so successful and people were like, but can you show me how to do that even more? And the article just really naturally lends itself to teaching. And so that was enough of a word count that it was a really great cornerstone um, for a new product offer that I'm doing. So that's by far my most valuable piece of content, which by the way, the graphic on it is a little gold nugget and it's definitely my <laughs> little gold nugget. Excellent. Yes. So let's, I'll definitely head over to Medium. I'm sure a lot of our listeners will too. We'll head over to Medium and look up Cindy Childress. And yeah. where else can we find you, Cindy? If we want to go online and find you. And I know that you also have something for us. So I'll let you share that with our audience. Absolutely. Well, I try to make it simple. So my handle is Cindy Childress PhD. And you can find me making daily posts on Instagram, Um, still over 200 words, because um, I think the story is everything. I also have a newsletter that is always worth opening because it's as entertaining as it is informative. And you can sign up for that on my website, which is at cindychildress.com. I'm also on LinkedIn and Facebook with um, Cindy Childress PhD. And then I would like to give everybody one sentence. So when you think about who you are and what you do, and even think about how you would position your book and what the topic is going to be and who it's for, if you can't say it in just one or two sentences, you probably don't have enough clarity that you would need to make the project successful. So because of that, I've created a lead magnet for your 22nd power sentence. And you can find that on my website again, cindychildress.com. And I am 
in the process of filling my book coaching program, which is crank out your book in 30 hours. So if you are interested in doing that, it is an eight week course and you can also find out all about that on my website, cindychildress.com. So please do check that out. Excellent. Thank you so much, Cindy. We'll definitely be heading over to your website and checking all this great stuff out. And thank you so much for listening. If you want to check out Cindy, you can find all the links in the show notes and we will see you next week. Thank you. This was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Profitable Content Marketing Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share it with friends and colleagues and anyone you think is going to find this useful. If you'd like to give me some feedback, leave a review on iTunes or a comment on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. Whatever you do, make sure you don't miss the next episode because we have more juicy content coming your way. See you in the next episode.